What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Zozo 2021 betting podcast. We are the tour junkies. I don't know why my arms are out to the side like this. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like a what is a Zozo, by the way? Do we know? Is it a Zozo? Is, a, is it a bird? Maybe that's why I did this. No, it can't be a bird. I think that's a dodo bird. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. That's dodo. a dodo bird, not a Zozo. My bad. Um, maybe producer Sam, tell us what Zozo is. Anyway, this is the Zozo Championship 2021 betting podcast. We're the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We're ready to go, as always, presented to you by our friends at Covers.com. We talked about the new relationship with Covers last week. Loving it. The article, the first ever article went live last week. It was great. It's the place to go if you love sports and you love to win. Winning starts at Covers. NFL, college football, you got the Major League League Baseball playoffs. I think the Braves are doing okay. NHL, NBA starting back. It's the best time of year to be a sports better, and Covers.com is where you go to start your betting process. They've been making better, smarter sports betters for over 25 years. 25. That's a long time. Pat was in, were you in college 25 years ago? I think I was. Yeah, I was. Yikes. Um, Cover serves over 20 million sports bettors every single year. Check it out, covers.com. That's uh, that's where winning starts, okay? And so we have our betting article that goes up on covers.com, usually late on Tuesday or maybe Wednesday, where we give you a few head-to-head matchups that we actually like we want to bet on, maybe a top 10 or top 20, maybe a prop bet. Check that out. Um, it's good stuff. It's the only place we publish those those bets. You know, normally my betting card, past betting card, has just the outrights on it, but the covers article has your head to heads and any other prop bets. So appreciate them for you know sponsoring the podcast. It's good good people over there. Check them out. Covers.com. We had the CJ Cup last week, Pat. Anytime Rory or a short number is going to win the golf tournament, that means I'm not going to hit a bet, and you know, likely you aren't either. So neither one of us had Rory on the betting card. Did have Keith Mitchell though, dadgummit. So that that hurt. We won't talk about that. I'm not going to belabor that. But what you know, what all the people want is they want to know uh, who's eating the baby food. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we yeah. spun the betting wheel last week. Spun the betting wheel and the wheel of misery. And uh, it was Jason Day versus Cam Davis. They both tied. Because Cam Davis, I just forgot how to play golf. I mean, a tie felt like a victory. A tie was a victory for you, and <laughs> I was like so nervous. I, I thought the tiebreaker was about to kick me in the in the right in the taint, but um, it didn't. I won the tiebreaker, the rare birdie or better tiebreaker. We always do DraftKings points scored, which tr- Jason Day actually scored more DraftKings points. But but you actually picked the birdie or better tiebreaker, and Cam mm-hmm. Davis had one more. So you are consuming. A nice, healthy chunk. I'm not, you know, you said, do I have to eat the whole thing? And I said, no. I, I'm I, not, I can't. Now that I know, because I thought it was going to be a little jar. You know, they have the little baby yeah. Gerber jar. I, this thing is huge. Is that Gerber? No is that what it is? Can you show us the label? Because I don't know that I believe. What flavor is that? I can't see that. It just says. Oh, back our, it up a little bit. Our farmers grow the best for baby. Anything for baby. <laughs> and on the side, it says peas. Oh, yeah, that's one of those where you got to see it on the side right there. Okay, I see it. It's blurry, but I see it. I see peas. Okay, okay, I see peas. All right, um, that's, that's what I picked for you. I think I, I, think I want to see a pea 
a mush pee uh, go down. The, you created a new precedent now because we can pick what each other does in these kind of <laughs> eating situations because that's never been the case before. Are you a pee fan? Do you like peas? I don't mind peas. I hate peas. That's why I picked them for you. I hate them. I, it needs to be a nice, a nice chunk. If I'm not going to make you eat the whole thing, it needs to be... Oh. Oh. I don't even, even want to think about smelling that. I don't do well with this stuff. I'm really glad I won this bet. Oh, I, I think it's like a good chunk. I think I'm going to have a worse reaction than you are. Because when you took the onion down a couple of shows ago... Oh, God. I'm going to get a good chunk. Oh. See that? See that chunk? Here we go. This is worse for me than oh. I thought it would be. Airplane, airplane, airplane. Oh. Oh. God. Oh, you're leaving it in your mouth for too long. Swallow it. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Is that okay? Are you okay? <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm closing it up. I was going to go in. I was going to try oh. to like do in the past like I've gone back for more. Oh. I mean, I cannot go back for more on that. Dude, you you handle that way better than I do. Ooh. I I wanted to get some fruit, like some peaches or something. Yeah, that's but... too easy. Oh god. Huh. Yeah, our boy Taylor McCutcheon said you took that you took your champ for doing that. That was a big that was a big bite. Very 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 nice. Very nice. Um all right, Pat. Well, oh god. That that's the CJ Cup. Jason Day is for sure not good at golf yet he did make a lot of birdies but he made a lot of big snowman and a, a par five at one point like he made a lot of big numbers if you take away his big numbers he actually would have had a decent week well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds stupid but um, yeah i mean seven under on sunday was pretty damn decent yeah it was good it was good freaking cam davis was like seven over i don't know what i don't know what course he was playing on um Anyway, that's a CJ Cup, whatever. I'm done with it. I had, a, I had a good week in DFS, but the Keith Mitchell hit would have been the stuff of legend. That's for sure. If we had each ways here in the U.S., that, that would have hit. By the way, quick announcement. No European Tour pod this week. Our buddy Mark Hill, who does the European Tour podcast, has come down. He's, he's ill. Uh, he's got a little baby at the house. They're trying, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to protect baby and like not go anywhere. So he's, he's ill. T's and P's for Mark. He'll be back on the next uh, European Tour event, but he's no event this week, so sorry about that. Sorry about your life. He said he'd be in the nut hut, but I told him don't worry about the nut hut, but he, he might still. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's member guest week. My member guest at Champions Retreat. It's our fourth year trying to get, just trying to get to the shootout. Just trying to get to the shootout. I would, that's what I want this year. I, want I just want to get to the shootout. We don't have to win the thing. I just want to get to the shootout. Yeah. Three years in a row, we've been leading our flight going into the very last match and lost. Happy three years in a row? Three years in a row. Three mm-hmm. years in a row. We've been leading the, the flight in the last match and lost the last match to the team in second place to not go to the shootout. So this year, we need, to, we need a little different mojo. But what we want you to do is if you're watching on YouTube, 
Give it a like, give it a subscribe, and leave us a comment. We play music the whole time. Like we, we got a playlist for this, member guest playlist. I need to know your number one go-to golf course song. What is it? Especially if you're thinking about, okay, it's day one of the member guest. You're in the cart with your boy. They say, all right, go to your holes, and you, you take off on the golf cart, and you're pumping each other up. You're ready to go. We're going to number one. We're going to the tee, whatever, you know, whatever it is. What's that song? What's that jam? For us last year, I think it was uh, Curtains by Lil Wayne. I ain't nervous. You know, it's one of those. Uh-huh, that was a good one. Can you do that for uh, me? Uh, I ain't nervous. <laughs> I ain't nervous. On the top tee. <laughs> you got to say, uh, give me a little, uh, give me like a, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> what are you? Hey, I ain't nervous. No, to, uh, no, his nickname, Toonchi. You gotta say Toonchi. 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 Do you have to do this every time? What is that? What's I that? don't know. That's just what I feel when I say that. I feel like I gotta make that move. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, comment your favorite song, your go-to song on the course. If you're watching live, wait till the wait till the video's over. We'd appreciate that. We're gonna load those up in the playlist. And you can be a, these these are not God dog. I don't don't say the word right again. Now. I don't even want to hear you say the word again. I don't want to hear the word. Uh. Um. So anyway, yeah, do that. That's gonna be fun. You can be a part of our victory. You know, if we win, it's because you guys gave us killer songs. So please do that, Pat. We gave a pretty thorough course breakdown of the Accordia Golf Narashino, or you said the AGNCC. They're just outside of Tokyo. Um, which we've seen this course before. 2019, Tiger Woods started the comeback tour by winning this event. Um, he won. He won at 19 under, but second place was Hideki at 16 under, and then third place didn't start till Sung Jm at 13 under. You've got uh, so so. You know, right now the sports books have the winning score at minus 18 and a half over under. Um, the I know the tournament in 2019 was pretty soft. There was a lot of wet conditions. They had lift clean in place at one point. So I, I, I don't know if this is going to play a little bit tougher this year, but I don't know that we're going to get to 19 under like or 20 or 25 like we saw last week. It's going to be a little bit tougher scoring conditions. Um, oh, God, please don't show me that. I don't want to – no, stop. Put it away. If you're listening on audio, I'm talking about his spoon, okay? I'm not talking about his, his, his unit. Um, this is a betting show, but I'm talking about his spoon. Anyway. I think it's going to play a little tougher than what we've seen the last few weeks. The field is absolutely garbage. But, Pat, what else do, we, do the people need to know about this golf course? Well, you know, this, this course is uh, it's typical to a, a Japanese golf course. Um, you know, it's, it's a parkland-style golf course, which means you've got tight kind of tree line of fairways. Um, it is uh, a par 70, playing just over 7,000 yards. Um, you know, it is a no-cut event this week. We've got Zoysia as far as the grass surface on the fairways and the rough. Um, we don't see that a whole lot when it comes to the regular PGA Tour events. You know, you see it at TPC Southwind, see it a little bit at East Lake, um, But we do have bent grass greens this week that um, do have some slope to them. And it's, I mean, this whole course is in immaculate condition. Uh, but they don't get the greens, like, running too quick for bent. Um, but there is a lot of slope to them, so that's something that you want to look at. As far as the Zoysia is concerned, I mean, the main thing about Zoysia is a couple of things. One is in the fairways, it just sits up beautifully. I mean, and you actually can get some flyers out of the fairway. I mean, it is it is so perfectly set up out there. Um, but then they can be a little bit sticky around the greens. And that's where scrambling comes into play a little bit. Because these greens are small. 
So they're going to miss these greens, which which means, for one, I am going to look at strokes gained approach, and I'm going to look at ball striking. I'm going to look at greens and regulation, guys that are hitting greens and that kind of thing. But if you do miss a green, you've got to be good around them. You've got to be good at scrambling. I think that's important. You know, some interesting little, you know, nuances of this course. There are three par fives and five par threes, which is, you know, that's very unusual for a par 70. Um, and the, of the three par fives, two of them they can hit into. Um, so those are definitely reachable. The rough is not going to be all that penal. Okay. We're not going to see that here. Um, you know, so other than that, there's not a really whole, I mean, there's a lot of dog legs on this course, which is what you see in the parkland style golf course with, with all the trees, like they have them. Um, I do think you're going to see some scoring this week, not like last week, but you know, when tiger won here in 2019, he was at 19 under. Um, I think, I feel like if the weather's good and the conditions are perfect, um, you're probably going to see somewhere around like, you know, 18 to 22 under win this golf tournament. I don't think we're going to see 18 or 22 under. I mean, 18. Yes. I don't think it's going to get above that. I mean, you had, you only had, you had nine guys in 2019 at 10 under or better. And that was in a yeah, but I think they had some weather issues. Didn't they have some weather issues when Tiger won? I just said I just said that it was wet and soft. That's it. Like I think they had lift clean in place on one day, but I just I don't think there was like a lot of wind or anything. But I mean, I mean on a seven thousand yard course, that was also a stacked field. Stacked field. Yeah, I think they'll get to. I think they might get to eighteen, nineteen, twenty under, maybe even more this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Agree to disagree there. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think this is about, I think you can attack the course any kind of way you want to off the tee. You could hit it, you could bomb it into this rough that's not very penal, or you could just hit a bunch of fairways, set yourself up on this nice zoysia where the ball sits up on a teat and just ball strike from there. It definitely comes down to the approach play. And like you said, the scrambling with these kind of smaller green surfaces. And then, you know, making some putts, but it's a four day tournament. You know, from a betting perspective, I definitely don't love, I mean, this does not feel like, I I don't, I didn't love a lot of long shots, even though the field is weak. I just, this just feels like a pretty unpredictable situation. Um, So I've got some short numbers I really like. I got a lot of guys in this mid range and then just a few in the long shot, you know, spot that that I'm kind of looking at probably scale back a little bit this week in terms of uh betting i'm also still pretty butthurt over the keith mitchell uh collapse and possibly 250 to one call there so you know i'm just gonna let that let that be Uh, i tell you uh pat what a lot of uh a lot of guys need to know a lot of guys need to know about manly bands and i got one on my hand right now that's a manly band right there if you didn't know that's what that is that that wedding band right there and so, you know, a lot of times the girls are all worried about the ring. They're worried about the cut, the clarity, all that stuff. But for us, we don't, we don't really care. But Manly Bands is here to rescue from an otherwise hellish band buying experience. They, Manly Bands offers you, you know, they, they offer, offers your hand the freedom to look how you want it to look in just about every type of earthly material imaginable, even from space. That's right. You could get a kryptonite wedding band, which would be pretty cool. Okay. Now. For me personally, when I went to this website and I used the Manly Ring Sizer, which you can do to make sure that your ring fits perfectly, I got my size, which is pretty simple, and then I, I just told my wife to pick it out. So I, maybe, I, maybe I'm a little less manly because I didn't choose the one I wanted, 
I just let her choose the one that she wanted, and then I put it on. So here it is. But it's not bad. It's just a nice, thick, manly-looking, you know, manly-looking dime piece for my hand. So uh, you can also choose from one of Manly Band's curated collections, like a Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel collection, which is pretty cool. And they got all kind of materials. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur bone, and even the meteorites that killed them, all on manlybands.com. If you don't believe it, look it up. And once you've selected your band, they offer free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. And while there might be a 50% chance of your marriage working out, there's a 100% chance that you're going to love your band. So at least you got that going for you. You know what I mean? So to order your Manly Band and get 21% off, not 20, 21% off, because it's 2021, plus a free silicone ring, for when you're doing all the dirty stuff, you know, you're, you're tilling your garden or you're doing a fence, you know, and you, need, you don't need something metal rubbing on you and you need a little silicone on you. You can do that. So you get 21% off plus a free silicone ring when you go to manlybands.com slash tourjunkies. That's manlybands.com slash tourjunkies for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. We, we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. That's good stuff. Pat, let's get into this. Let's talk outrights. Let's talk. Top tens. I got I got outrights and top tens. That's really all I got. You got a yeah. limited field again. I'm not interested in top twenties. You know, I, I'm we can't I'm not gonna do that. So I'm with you there. At the top, I feel like we're gonna have some agreement here. I think this is gonna be a yeah, pretty this is gonna be pretty easy. This is gonna us. be a pretty quick segment. Uh Willie Z at eighteen to one and Ricky Fowler at twenty five to one. You can get those numbers on both DraftKings and points bet. I mean, I, I like that Willie Z, I know he's coming off a miscut um, at the Shriners, but T11, T14 at the two events prior to that, Fortinet and Sanderson, he's got a week off, you know, can kind of get acclimated, get over there to, to Japan, get ready to go. The, the ball striking is just too good. Obviously, it comes down to the putter for Willie. Um, and, you know, at the Shriners, he lost almost three strokes putting. He didn't gain as much as he normally does off the tee and on approach, but you know, I think that was kind of an outlier for him. He's going to continue to kill it. And I think this is a great event for him to go over and take advantage. 18 to 1, I like the number. It was obviously longer before you had, well, actually, I don't know if it was much longer before you had some names drop out. It might have been a little bit. You had Paul Casey drop out over here um, today, earlier today. Ricky Fowler at 25 to 1. We talked about this on the DraftKings show, Pat. We both agree. You got to ride the hot form with Ricky. Like, why? Yeah, why not? To. Especially from a betting perspective, because you're not worried about ownership or anything like that. Like you would be in a GPP. I, you know, twenty-five to one doesn't feel like a great value. <laughs> I mean, we're not used to getting. Well, pre-Ricky slump, we weren't really used to getting a lot of great value on him because people love to bet Ricky because they love Ricky, and so the books know that, and they normally would shorten the number a little more than it needed to be. But then he he hit a slump, and he couldn't hit the ball to save his life, and you know, we went through that period and, you know, maybe you almost hit on it last week when he could have won and you didn't, but here he is at 25 to one. But in this field, you got to figure like Ricky wants to take advantage of this spot, no cut, uh, ride the hot form and get over there and take care of business. Like he needs it. He needs a win. He needs help getting into majors. Like he needs a big play here and 25 to one. I think you go ahead and, and knock it out. Um, and I think we both agree Tommy Fleetwood is the one you ignore up here at 22 to 1. Fleetwood sucks. There you go. There's your analysis. Fleetwood can't do anything other than maybe on the European tour, maybe top 10 on the European tour. That's it. That's all he can do. 
Or or win uh, a world cankle championship. Oh, yeah. He's got some cankles. For a man, I've never seen cankles on a man like Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. They're amazing. But I, I'm with you. Willie Z and Ricky Fowler were both the two guys that I loved a lot up here as far as their odds are concerned when we're talking about guys that are less than 25 to 1. Um, I mean, they're, they have the most value as far as I'm concerned. You know, and, and like you said, Ricky is, you know, he – he played well last week. It showed a lot of signs. I mean, if you look at the stats across the board last week, I mean, led the field in strokes gained tee to green, led the field in ball striking, led the field in putting. I mean, he did a lot of things well last week that we have not seen. Like, like yeah. he's done a few things well recently, but he really put a lot together last week. Um, so I like that with Ricky Fowler. Like you said, I think he ride the hot hand there. Um, there's really nobody else in here. I mean, Joaquin Neiman, I think, is somebody that I really want to put some money you on. You do want that to, to work. One. You've been talking but, about him a couple weeks. You want that to work. I want that to work, but there's not there's not a whole lot that tells you it should work. And there's yeah. really not. I mean, nothing stat-wise, nothing form-wise, nothing. Um, but I just, I, for some reason, I feel like there there could be a little value in 25-1 to 1 on Neiman. But I'm not like really to put the uh, I'm not ready to put the Pat stamp of approval on that one. But uh, yeah, I mean he's won right. once in his PGA Tour career, and it was in it was two years ago, more than two years ago, and it feels like it's been more than that. I mean he he had a chance to win at the beginning of this season at the at the Tournament of Champions in the Sony. Um, I mean he's got a lot of upside, but I just don't see him as an outright bet. So, yeah, no, no, especially given the form. So yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I mean, this mid-range, though, I definitely kind of that, you know, up to 75 to 1 spot. I definitely feel like there's a lot of names in here that are interesting. I'm probably going to have to narrow these down. I could see, you know, a lot of these end up on my betting card at the end of the, at the, end of the week or at the end of Wednesday. Actually, that's something we shouldn't have talked about. We didn't even talk about that on the DK show. We've got early, early tee-off, early lineup lock on DFS, but early, early tee-off if you're betting. You know, I think that's going to happen sometime Wednesday afternoon, so that's something you need to pay attention to. Get the bets in early. But, uh, I mean, what do you think about this range, Pat? I got a lot of names in here. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few in here that I like. Um, if you want, I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'll start with CT Pan at 45 to 1. Um, now, again, I'm throwing out the numbers I'm looking at on the book that I'm looking at. It could be a little better somewhere else, but I'm seeing CTPN about, you know, somewhere around 45, 50. PN? Did you say CTPN? <laughs> Is the baby food yeah. taking you to your baby voice? Are you going to talk baby to us? I guess the so. CTPN. Uh, uh, CTPN is, <laughs> where was he? 45, 45 to 45 1. one. I, I, I think this is a good course fit for him. You know, another shorter course, a guy that like is just fairways and greens. Solid putter, you know. CT Pan makes a lot of sense here at forty-five to one. Another guy uh, I like is Adam Schink at sixty to one. I think he's uh, you know, he's been playing well lately. I think um, you know that number is a good number for him at sixty to one. Henrik Norlander, sixty-five to one. Another guy, great ball striker, great in greens and regulation. I mean, this is a good course fit for Henrik Norlander right there at sixty-five to one. I think there's a lot of value there as well. Um, a guy that. I think that is probably going to go under the radar, whether it's DFS or betting outright or whatever, but we've seen him like he's been right there 
to win tournaments several times this year. And DB has no clue who I'm about to talk about because we didn't even talk about him on the DFS show. But Mackenzie Hughes oh, is 50 to 1. I'm just telling you, Mackenzie Hughes is a guy that could show up on a course like this. I he hate really could. Mackenzie Hughes. I hate him. I don't care if you hate Mackenzie Hughes. Why do we think he can show up here? What is it about Mackenzie Hughes that you think he can show up here? Because it's not ball striking. He's terrible at ball striking. I don't care. We've seen him. We've seen him win golf tournaments. We've seen him contend in golf tournaments. Turn- tournaments. Only- we've seen him win golf tournaments. I I don't think I've seen that. I think I've seen him win once. Well, he's he won once on the PGA majors? Tour. Wasn't he right there at the Open Championship? He, he Wasn't was he right there. At you the said US he's, Open? we've seen him win major. We've seen him win tournaments. He last won in 2016. Okay, well, who else are we talking about in this this godforsaken Zozo Championship <laughs> that we're talking about that has won a bunch of golf tournaments other than anybody up above, you know, uh, 9K? I just, I would, yeah, I don't get it on McKenzie. I don't get the love on McKenzie Hughes ever. Yeah, I, ever. great putter. Everything, like, why would you not look at McKenzie Hughes? He's top five in the field putting on uh, bent grass green. Okay. He's always that. Like, he's been that in every other tournament he's played in since 2016 when he last won, but he can't hit the ball. So, and I, and I think, you know, I, I think we've he, seen this work he hit out. The ball. He's a professional golfer. He can hit the ball. He's in this field. Not, compa- not, compared, to, not compared to every other professional golfer. AC, what are you talking about? Yes, I hate it on you. So he top 25, then a top seven in a 74-man field? Great. Congratulations. Like, what, are we really touting that, AC? You're just pissed because your Rasmus Hogard pick didn't work out. Okay, I feel like I feel like that Mackenzie Hughes can be a good, maybe not outright pick, but go top ten, go top ten on. Him. Yuck! I'd rather have peas. <sighs> no, I, I don't. I just never. I never get the love for the guy ever. He's so unpredictable. Okay. Q, here comes every single predictable pick right here. Like, if you want to listen to, like, every podcast across the world and get what their picks are going to be, DB is about to give you what they are. So you don't even need to listen to other podcasts. Look at Sam. You shouldn't even listen to other podcasts anyway. But here is what's going to happen. You're about to give, you're about to get what everybody else gambling picks is going to be. Well, I agree with you on the Pan and the Shank play. We talked about the both those guys on the DFS podcast. I think Pan comes in here in a lot of good form. He's got a, he took a little week off. He's well adjusted. He started off the new season hot. Um, I definitely like that. I think KH Lee at fifty to one is for sure a name that I like. He's confident. He's playing well. Um, checks a lot of boxes here. Fifty to one. I like that number on KH Lee. I think Carlos Ortiz. I did this a couple weeks ago and it bit me. But I think a guy like Carlos Ortiz is is interesting at fifty five to one on DK. Um, this feels like a tournament he he wins. Like it just it feels like a Carlos Ortiz week. Twenty fifth okay. last last. I did not expect Cup. that. I was I'll mention, I did not expect you to go Carlos Ortiz that route. And he's okay. won way more recently than Mackenzie Hughes. He won uh, the the Houston Open. Um, he's got some you know got some decent finishes that he's had here. Uh, you know, he's just a guy. He's a ball striker, though. He's opposite McKenzie Hughes. Ball striker, you just need, you, you just pray way, to God the putter hits. You can't go the route of, like, in a betting show, you can't always go the route of the guys that have won before. Because then you're, then you're like, totally contradicting yourself. I'm not always doing going, that. I just going, picked Willie going Z. With, going with guys that are long shots. 
So if you want to be like the long shot Pat, guy, I have named Maverick McNeely every week for the last like six weeks, and he's never won. Oh, then on you tour. can't get on me for saying Matt. You know, Mackenzie Hughes can't win because no. he's actually won before. No, but it's not. It's not. It's not just that he can't. It's not. I'm not just saying that he can't win. I'm saying like I just don't ever see anything out of him other than putting. He does one thing well, and it's the most variable thing on God's green earth in the game of golf. And then he does everything else terribly. Like terribly, so I just that that's it's the combination of things with Mackenzie Hughes. But he, yes, he also hasn't won in five years. Which so is, we're gonna go with so we're gonna go with Maverick McNeely, who has never won. Correct. And chokes under pressure, and he did choke else. one time a couple weeks ago. Yes, he did. He did choke okay. one time. All right. Um, I mean, do, you, do we need to do a Maverick I'm just McNeely? Trying to clarify, like what all these variables are that we need to like. Do we need to spin be- the wheel on Maverick versus Mac Hughes again? Look at Sam. (laughs) There's one thing on the wheel that we're really trying to get. Should we just spin the wheel until we get it? No, we can't spin the wheel until we get it. You got to spin the wheel. Yeah, but we're running out of, we're running out of, (laughs) yeah, we're running out of, um, of weeks where that's really applicable. See, I think the people in the chat are saying, dude, I think we spin the wheel until we get it. And then we can just edit it later. Okay. I, I am that confident about Mackenzie Hughes that he will beat Maverick McNeil. So if you want to spin the wheel, but I'm not going to keep spinning the wheel until you get the worst thing possible. No, it's not, I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing possible. Actually. I think it's probably better than what you what just What are we did. trying to get? Eat out a pumpkin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that came yes. up with eat out a pumpkin. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Sam, spin it. No, we got we to gotta get it on the wheel. Let's see if we just spin it, like, don't spin it real hard. Like, just spin it a little bit. See if we can get it there. See how good you are at spinning. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Okay, producer, sp- producer Sam's spun the wheel. And nope, 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 that doesn't work. Wait, what did you get? I can't even see what you got. Uh, nope, that doesn't work either. Come on. Come on, Sam. Just... There it is. Yes. Third time's a charm. There it is. All right. So uh, the bet is Mackenzie Hughes versus Maverick McNeely. Best finish. And the loser on next week's show has to uh, eat out a pumpkin. The insides of a pumpkin. You know, all everything that was going, you know, everything in there. You know, just I, I cannot scoop it out. I came up with this idea, by the way. Don't let anybody else okay, tell you Okay, great. That. Congratulations. But What's our tiebreaker? on? I'm going to let you pick the tiebreaker again since you've, you're off to a good start with that. <laughs> I'm not going with birdies again. Okay. Um, I'll go with... Um, how about this? Here's no, the tiebreaker. Don't, it doesn't need to be wacky. What is it? Oh, you ruined that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to try to think of something that this is really anticlimactic. I had to do with putting. I was going to try to something something to do with putting. Oh hell no! I'm not doing that. All right, well, we'll just go DK scoring then. Okay, more DraftKings points is the tiebreaker. Okay, but no, no, no birdies again because that. Oh, I like AC best Sunday score. Because Sunday things came down to the end last week. Do you want to try that again? You think you're going to have the bet the better end of that next week? 
Well, I mean, because it had to be a tie. So, it's, I mean, the odds are very minimal, minimal that that would happen. True. <laughs> Marcus Griffin, the pumpkin slime will really clear out the bowels. <laughs> Listen, All right, so let's go with best Sunday score. Okay. I like that. All right. We're, we're, we're not going to eat the whole thing. We're just talking about like No, a, no, I'm not eating a whole, the insides of a whole, <laughs> I'm not eating out a whole pumpkin. Yeah, same. I'm not either. I'm gonna take a bite. Yeah. Now I may I may roast some seeds and be eating on those while I'm doing the show if I lose. A good healthy bite. All right. So um <sighs> I like your Norlander play too. I agree with that. All right, that's yeah. about it. Let's move on. Long range, kind of up to one twenty five to one. I like two names in here. One of them I mentioned on the DFS show, one of them I didn't. Both of them are at hundred to one. One name I know you're gonna like also. On DraftKings, we talked about him. Tom Hoagie at 100 to 1 is playing really, really well right now. Uh, Hoagie's checking a lot of boxes. Our, our boy, Scott Hamilton, his coach, has got him hitting those irons real nice, Clark. Real nice. Now, the problem with Hoagie is he is not real nice on bent grass greens. Hopefully, we can figure something out for Hoagie because in his four starts since the new PGA Tour season has started, he has gained a minimum of three strokes uh, on approach per start. Uh, you know, Hoagie's just a ball striking son of a gun. I, I like it. I, I think, you know, if he catches a week like he did at the Northern Trust a few, a couple months ago where he gained strokes putting for once, he finishes fourth. Like, he's got some upside at 100 to 1 in this field where there's probably only 45 names that probably have a snowball's chance of winning this golf tournament. I think Hoagie, who's been, not, who's knocked on the door many times in his PGA Tour career at 100 to 1, is one to look at. Another one is Robert Streb at 100 to 1, who we also saw play really well just last week. He started off the new season pretty hot. And I think a guy like Robert Streb knows that these are the events and the time of year where he needs to take advantage and he needs to make his hay while he can. So I think Streb is interesting. It's not a course that you have to overpower. He's not going to do that on any course. So he's just going to dink and dunk his way down the fairway. The only, the only surface he gained strokes on and putting over his career is bent grass. Um, so I think Streb is interesting. You know, it's it's he's kind of your cheap Mackenzie Hughes, honestly, because he's a really good putter, you know, and that's basically it. So Streb is interesting. He's also a more recent PGA Tour winner than Mackenzie Hughes. So and a multi, I think a two-time PGA Tour winner, if I'm not mistaken. He won the RSM last year because he beat Kisner on a bet that we had, like sixty to one. Yes, and he won the RSM in 2014. So Robert uh, Robert Streb at 100 to one on DK and Hoagie at 100 to one. That's it for me. Yeah, I like I like Streb. I like Hoagie. I think those are both good plays. Um, a couple more I'll add to it. Um, I like uh, I like Andrew Putnam at a hundred to one. You know, he's a guy that we've Putnam's seen. one hundred and thirty to one on DK, so he'd be in your next range. Damn it! But I do like that play, so we can move on to the next range if you want. I uh, I, agree I like Sun Kang at one hundred and twenty-five to one. Is he more on somewhere else? He's one hundred and fifty to one on DK. Okay, one hundred fifty to one on DK. There you go. Yeah, I love that. I love Sun Kang. I think that's a, a real, real live one there. Uh, Putnam one thirty to one. Uh, you know, I'm gonna throw. I'll sprinkle in a little Brendan Hagee at one thirty to one. That was the other one on I DK. had. <laughs> so, so, whatever. There we go. You've named them all that it were over one hundred and twenty-five to one. Didn't Hagee almost? What's the tournament? He almost. It was the Rocket Mortgage. He came down. He had a chance. Second at the Honda. He's been close too. He's kind of a big time boomer bust guy, but I mean, 130 to one, you know, seven to one as a top 10. 
Um, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Kang eight to one top ten. Hoagie six to one top ten. Those are interesting. Uh, anybody else? Top ten. Did you you like? Strev at six to one top ten. No, but yeah, same. Yeah, him and Hoagie. I like that. I like Harry Higgs four and a half to one for a top ten. You know, we've seen him play well recently. I have a um, problem I, trusting Harry Higgs. And I love yeah, Harry. But I just feel like Japan is a good place for Higgs. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be loving some sushi, drinking some Sapporo, oh, whatever yeah. else. Like he's just gonna be having a good time. He's relaxed. He's playing well recently. Harry Higgs, four and a half to one top ten. I think that's a pretty good number. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like it. I like it. Let's get to our let's get to our recap here. This is the betting card recap. Kind of our early leans, our favorites. We kind of think you should jump on sooner rather than later. Presented by Covers. So early leans and picks recap. These are kind of the favorite plays. We name we name a handful of guys. These are the guys that we think you need to jump on now. I think Willie Z at eighteen to one starts it off with me. I think Will Zalatoris. I mean, it's not a matter of if he wins. It's a matter of when. And, um, you know, coming off of a decent start to the new season and having a little week break last week to come over here to Japan, get get ready to go. The golf course suits him just fine. Um, you know, I, if he if he gains zero strokes putting but doesn't lose any, he probably wins this thing by like four shots. He's just that good of a ball striker. So Willie Z at 18 to one, I think we go ahead and get on. KH Lee at 50 to 1 is one of my favorites as well. Kind of more in that mid in that mid-range. KH, I mean, he's he's a PJ Tour winner. And I think he's just building confidence the longer he's out here. Uh, towards the end of the season, well, he won he won in May at the Byron Nelson. Then towards the end of the year, a sixth at the 3M Open, 12th at the BMW for a playoff. Uh, he came out and started the new season with a 14th at the Shriners, a 25th last week at the CJ Cup. He's a good ball striker off the tee and iron iron play is typically pretty solid. Um, he kind of does everything just good. So I think KH Lee is an interesting bet at 50 to one. I also really like him as a top 10 at plus 350. I feel like that's a, a good, a good number on a safe guy, potentially, you know, a pretty safe guy at a top 10 number for, for KH Lee at plus 350. And then finally a long shot that I love. I, I'm going to say it again. I, I really like Tom Hoagie in this field. I like him in DFS. I like him on betting. I like him. He's a hundred to one outright. He's never won on the PJ tour, but like I said, he has knocked on the door many, many times. And you got to think a guy like Hoagie fits that category of guys who just need to take advantage of these fall swing events, especially no cut events. They come out here, they take it serious and they get it done. Hoagie at hundred to one to possibly land that first PGA tour win. I could see it happening, or you could ride him at six to one as a top ten in this seventy-man field, where really, you know, fifty of them are full-time PGA Tour players. So, uh, and and Hoagie's out there every week grinding, and his ball striking is impeccable. So, Tom Hoagie at one hundred to one or six to one top ten. All right, well, um, I'll fill in the gaps here, and because uh, I like Willie Z too up up at the top, I think he's one of my favorite plays here. Um, but I do like, I think Ricky Fowler at, at twenty five to one. I mean, it, this is 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 good of a week now. In a, a, any other different event, you probably get him at longer odds, but I th- I don't think you get scared of that number for him. I like him at twenty five to one, just the way he's playing. All that he's got to play for right now, I think he's serious about trying to win this event, just like he was last week. Um, so at 25-1, to 1, I like Ricky Fowler. 
Another guy that I really like is CT Pan. I mean, 45 to one. I think that's a really good number for him. Um, you know, we saw him play extremely well in the Olympics, by the way, we didn't even talk about that oh, over, yeah. you know, over in Asia. And, um, you know, he did, he did a fantastic job there, you know, won well, a medal in, in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. In Japan. So, um, I like that with CT Pan. So at 45 to one, I think that's a good number for him. Henrik Norlander, 65 to one, a, another guy that I think could really come through and break through this week and have, have a good week on this, on this course. It's a perfect course fit for him. He's been close um, a bunch too. He's yeah, been in the final has. group too much. So I like Norlander there, you know, a couple of the, you know, uh, longer shot guys that I, that I really like here. Um, you know, one is, I mean, Brandon Hagee, if we're going to talk about Tom Hoagie being, you know, getting his first win and whatever else, why not Hagee, you know, 130 to one. I think that's a great number for him. I think this is a, a you know, a good course fit. So I like, if I'm going to go with, uh, you know, if, if you like Hoagie, maybe throw also a little money, a little money on Hagee. I think he, he's another guy in that same category that could do well uh, at those long shot numbers. So there you go. I like Hagee. I, I, I feel like Hoagie is a different player. I, I feel like Tom Hoagie's knocked on the door more than Hagee. Like Hagee's like, he has, he has for sure. But. And, and the, you know, Hagee's biggest weapon is that driver. He hits it a long way. Uh, and the irons, you just never know. Whereas, whereas Hoagie's a little more consistent off the tee, not as long, but just the irons, he just beats greens to death. And I, I think that could come out. I think that could come out nice for him. So there you go. That's the covers recap, early, early leans and picks recap. Um, good stuff, Pat. Good show. Member guest week this week. Like I said, give us a like, give us a subscribe here on the YouTube channel and leave a comment. Your go-to member guest pump up song. What is it? What do we need to add to our playlist? We're jacked. You know, we'll put your song in our list and hopefully you can lead us to victory and we'll be really excited. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining. We appreciate it. Hope you guys uh, get some winning bets. Make your screens be green. Get them tickets to the ticket mm -hmm. window, baby boy. See ya.